everybody. Welcome to another episode of Breaking Cinematic Universes. I, of course, am Trevor, joined as always by Patrick. And in this show, if this is your first time listening, your 14th time listening, or your 6,000th millionth billionth time listening, thanks, Grandma, um, we break down cinematic universes. And you know, Patrick, I thought about something. Mm-hmm. Eventually, eventually, this won't be just comic books. Because if Universal ever gets their head out of their ass, we'll have a monster cinematic universe to talk about. One day we'll get that dark universe. Get them, uh, get them Frankenstein, Van Helsing. Uh, still waiting for. There's a rumored, uh, or I guess should say pre-development, uh, probably going to be there forever. Jason Momoa and Peter Dinklage Van Helsing movie. I told you about that. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm bringing it oh. up again for so people who did not hear about it because we had it on the show. Because you'd know about these things if you listen to the show. Yeah, exactly. so yeah, exactly. So we could be talking about all these different universes and uh, any news in the universes we will bring up. We'll talk about anything that's that's big, that's important. We're not going to give you clickbait. We're actually going to going to talk about things that that matter, uh, and then also you just kind of gush about things that we think are hilarious. And that for me, that's a lot, mm-hmm. <laughs> especially Nicholas Cage's Superman outfit. But we're going to talk about that later. Yeah, that is going to be a big talking point because, oh boy, was it bad. If you've never seen it, do yourself a favor, pause this show. Now, I don't (laughs) often say pause or just minimize the show. Keep it playing. Mm -hmm. Google Nick Cage Superman. If you've never seen it, it's freaking horrible. Uh, The well, we'll we'll talk about that here in a bit, because that project could have been could have been interesting could have been amazing we'll talk about that later patrick, let's patrick what? i'm gonna take what? your man i'm gonna take your your nerd card away uh-uh dude he had long hair yeah and superman had long hair in throughout the 90s not that, that long of hair sense. yeah like that long hair he had a mullet at one point this is dude, not that bad he did not have shoulder length hair yes he did i'm gonna send you some pictures now no, don't send me the pictures you're not supposed to send me. <laughs> yeah, so he had throughout throughout the the 90s, he had he had hair touching his shoulders. Uh there's even there's even stuff uh where they were going to be doing Henry Cavill with a uh, hairdo similar to that because of the uh because of Superman, you know, Superman lives Rebirth. and everything. Yep. And yeah, he had hair. He had hair. There's some there's some pictures of him longer than his shoulders, longer than my hair's ever been. And Hold yeah, on. I, he's I, had, I don't need to send me pictures. I have this thing called a laptop in front of me. I'll just Superman long. <laughs> yeah, it's all over. Just Google Google image search it, dude. The, hunt, the whole 90s, that man had long hair. He had a, mul- a little bit of a mullet at some points. Uh, but anyways, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Actually, you know what? Go ahead. And you're, you're Googling that already. Uh, yeah, so I'm you can see right all the long hair Superman. There's there's an image of him with Wonder Woman, and they have similarly long hair. I, hers has a little bit more body to it. But uh, he's got some long hair. Uh, yes. Yeah. He's Superman has had this before and it was in line with what was in the comics at the time to do Nicolas Cage with long hair Superman. Uh, that suit, by the way, the video in that. Uh, sorry, the there's a documentary called uh, The Death of Superman Lives. What happened? And when you see the video of that suit, it looks a lot better. Um 
not only that, the, the casting of this was, was going to be great. It was, well, one of the scripts was written by, uh, by Kevin Smith. Uh, we were going to have, I think it was Christopher Walken as Brainiac. So yeah, huh. all kinds, all kinds Here's of Here's the funny thing. First thing you do, you Google mm-hmm. Nick Cage. Uh, let's play every week. We're going to play a little game. <laughs> I'm going to Google something and you uh-huh. have to get the top five responses. Okay. <laughs> so I Google Nick Cage uh-huh. and I see Cage. What are the top five responses that come up? In in Google image search or just straight up Google? Uh, actually, you know what? Let me. Well, I did Google image search. So if me. you do, I'm assuming if you Google it, you, the, you're going to have you're going to have right, some Google image search. Okay, Google image search. Then you're going to get the inf- infamous picture of him. Uh, which the color correction is all terrible. His suit almost looks purple. Uh, he looks like he's blinking during it, and you can see his hairline and how terrible it is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, there should also be some. I'm going to guess that there's ones uh, of his rebirth suit that was in the documentary. At least I hope they're in there. So it's all blue. Uh, and then you get, I don't know, more of him with long hair, and you probably with real color correction. So you can actually see well, how blue that suit was. Well, what I meant was when you type in Nick Cage in the search bar, like the the list that. Oh, Nick, so sorry, we're typing out Nick Cage. What? Nick Cage. Uh-huh. And what are the responses underneath that? Oh, I will, under. I will go ahead and tell you. Meme, meme, pillow. Uh, Did you? Just I don't know what else. Yourself? No, I didn't. Okay. Uh, but there's the Nicholas Cage. You don't say meme is like a big thing, and then people are putting that on pillows. So I figured that just goes hand in hand. Um, other, I mean, I'm assuming Superman's on there. And, uh, if, if, if the internet were up to me, then, um, some reference to, uh, some reference to Wicker Man's on there. Like, so Nick Cage nope. bees or Nick Cage nope. bear suit. Nope. Okay. never mind then. So the top five, uh, huh. Nick Cage, Superman, uh, huh. Nick Cage meme. Yeah. Nick Cage face. Nick Cage funny. Okay. Nick Cage son. Okay, who is Kal-El, by the way? His son is Kal-El. So that's the top five. So on this week's show, on episode... Two out of five. Two out of five, not bad. (laughs) Episode four? Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. Episode four, we are going to talk Marvel Disney Plus shows. Mm -hmm. And the, the now, for the most part, officially announced fact that Falcon and the Winter Soldier has been delayed due to COVID. I really, really hate COVID. Yep. Just going to yep. say, I was really I got, looking forward to seeing that show. Yeah, it was supposed to come out in August. It's being delayed. I really hope, I really hope that that doesn't mean that it's that it's going to push WandaVision uh, and everything else. Um, WandaVision still good. I, I hope so. Um, there are, well, it does not uh, maybe deal with the comic book uh, cinematic universes. There are a bunch of movies that are finished. They're edited. They're done. They're ready to ready to roll. And they're not being put in theaters because of the limited theaters or sh- theaters being shut down. I think they should go to streaming. The latest one in that, by the way, is the, ha- uh, the movie Halloween Kills, which was supposed to come out on Halloween. Uh, the sequel to the 2018 Halloween movie. And it's being delayed to 2021 Halloween be- just because they want it to come out on Halloween or around Halloween. By so you have way. a finished movie that's just going to sit there. Come on. 
By the way, I'm I'm still looking at the Nick Cage suit. Right. I can't do it. I can't do it. Yeah. Well, I there's I there's not enough liquor in the world <laughs> to make that suit look good. I I think it could have been worse. It could have been a lot worse. And uh, af- like I said, after watching the uh, the documentary where they talked, uh, Tim Burton was directing, and then uh, John sorry John Peters was producing. I remember you and I were talking about it right before we started recording. Uh, John Peters was producing, and uh, Tim Burton was directing, and then and they they went through multiple writers, and they just kept. It was it was uh, it was a complete mess because they thought okay Tim Burton had Batman succeed let's have let's see what he can do with Superman and what he was going to do with Superman would have been very different it definitely would not have been uh, something that uh, comic book fans would have would have loved because of the transition being so smooth uh, it was just very different so anyways we'll we'll talk about that later in the show let's talk about uh, the Marvel TV shows and the lineup because Falcon Winter Soldier is delayed. But let's let's start with the lineup of that because there's a lot of shows that have been announced, and I think we should kind of go through them and, and figure out which ones you know what what we think about them. And some on here are surprising if you if you've not been uh, keeping up. Some of these are surprising that are coming up by either more than likely either next year or 2022. All right. Well, the biggest one I'm looking forward to is obviously the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I don't understand why they had to have the word the in there five times. They couldn't have just called it Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody knows I, how they are. <laughs> there's not there's not another Falcon. We can just go with Falcon. That's why every time I say it, I just say Falcon. Yeah. Don't there's, not like many a, mm-hmm. there's not like an imposter. It doesn't have to be the Falcon and mm-hmm. the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Come on, Feige. Yeah. Oh, that's the other thing we're gonna talk about. Is could Kevin Feige's biggest mistake uh, in the MCU. Beyond well, hold, on, hold on, hold on, yeah. Let's yeah, let's, t- let's talk about that. Let's talk about the TV shows. Then we'll talk about the the mistake that he may be making. Uh, so we talked about Falcon Winter Soldier was supposed to be first, followed by WandaVision. I think that this is going to stay in that order. I think Falcon the Falcon Winter Soldier will be delayed by maybe a month and a half or two months. Is my opinion. I don't think they're going to shift the order on this. If they do, uh, that'll be interesting. But well, both of these shows take place after Endgame, so it no, doesn't screw up too much. Yeah. Here, here's where I'm confused. So we don't know, obviously, what they have left to film. Um, we don't mm-hmm. know how much they filmed prior to COVID shutting them down. But movies are starting to go back into production. Uh, yep. The third Jurassic World movie's going in has been back in production for a few weeks. Uncharted with Tom Holland oh and uh, yeah, yeah, and Marky Mark, yeah, dude, I still can't get over that casting. I don't think, I don't see him as Sully. I don't. Who, I Mark Wahlberg? No, yeah, I don't. No, me either. It should have been Stephen Lang. Yeah, that would have been much better. I know they're going for a younger Sully, or even because... William Hurt. Yeah. Yeah, that would work. But I know they're going for a younger Sully. So the idea is in, you know, 15 or 20 years, that would have been what we got in the first Uncharted game. But here's the thing, even in the even in the flashbacks of the Uncharted games, and I've played them all and I've Mm -hmm. beat them all. Even in the flashbacks when Nate was a kid, Sully still had gray hair. That's true. Well, they're probably gonna grab Mark Wahlberg. And give him a mustache. (laughs) 
Yeah, they're probably gonna I mean it's gonna be I'm gonna laugh so bad if they give him a bad mustache. You oh. mean like Henry Cavill's? Yep, yep. I really hope they don't do that. Um all right, let's stay on topic. So WandaVision. <laughs> WandaVision's interesting to me because obviously uh the vision was not brought back due to the snap because mm-hmm. he never died as part of the snap. Um correct. He died because of Thanos yanking the soul stone out of his head. And the soul stone is destroyed. Exactly. So, yeah. So because the soul stone is destroyed, or I, we'd imagine that that they were destroyed in the snap that Tony Stark did. I can't. I can't remember if that they was confirmed. Weren't destroyed. No, no, they weren't destroyed. No, they were given. They were point. Sorry, they were they were given back to the regular timeline. So our timeline does not have the stones, or our universe does not have the stones. Wait, That's no, right. it wasn't the soul stone. It wasn't the soul stone. Which one was it? It's the mind. Mind stone. Mind stone. Yes, because that's the one that came out of the Tesseract. Yep. Um, it, it's tough to keep track of where all the damn stones came yes. from. Um, so he's he can't come back because because the power source is gone. But they totally set this up in Infinity War, where uh, Shuri and uh, and Bruce Banner were both talking about it, saying like, "Well, you know, there's a lot other than the stone that's all together." So you, you have Jarvis, you have Ultron, you have others, you know, Tony, Banner, their personalities, and then the Stone. So Shuri was already kind of trying to do like a backup, almost like a backup of a, of a PC before before they came in and and all hell went hell, hell, all hell broke loose. So I think that we're going to we're going to get a different version of him, obviously. But the question is, what what's left over? What's left over without the uh, without the gym? Exactly. And will yeah. he be the the person that? you know, Wanda loved mm-hmm. without the gem. Uh, yeah. And this did happen in the comics, by the way. So not to say we're going to, f- they're going to follow perfectly because they don't always do that, but he, he, this has happened similar in the, the comics uh, where it kind of removed a lot of his humanity. So uh, my guess is that's what's happening. And Wanda's coping with that um, and coping with the loss of him. And then, I mean, it, quick tangent in the comics. I mean, she has his kids, which does not biologically make sense, but because of her powers, she makes that happen. She bends reality and has his kids, so she's going to bend reality one way or another and, and bring her bring her uh, you know bring her husband back. No, absolutely. And there's a rumor, a rumor mm-hmm. that Kat Dennings will be making her long-awaited return in WandaVision to the MCU. Oh, you want to talk rumors? I got a rumor. Well, it's actually it's actually confirmed, but the question is. Who the heck is he playing? Evan Peters is signed on to be in WandaVision. Evan Peters, Fox's Quicksilver, is signed on to be in WandaVision. Hmm. For an alleged key role. Um, I don't know if he's if if he's gonna be who we think he is or it's gonna be something else, but you know, with her reality warping powers, we could bring Quick Fox's Quicksilver into this universe. Maybe at least for a TV show. I don't know. Could be interesting. I mean, yeah. technically, he did have a sister named Wanda in the in the X Men universe. They both, yeah, yeah, he did. Um, and they they totally just they just changed uh, the fact that they were twin. They weren't twins. They were brother sister. Yeah, yeah, and they were raised in America. Yep, little different, little different. Um, but that that goes into the rules that Fox and Marvel had, and thankfully we're we're beyond that now, uh, where we don't have to worry about that. Yep, mutants and. Here we're actually, and, yeah, and we're actually going to get uh, a new mutant, a new mutants um, uh, movie. The new mutants movie finally is going to be coming out soon. So, yeah, I don't know if, is anybody 
see a video on demand release at this point? Nope. Nope. Uh, and they kept they kept uh, delaying the uh, the release date. The last trailer, they just did another trailer and it didn't even have a release date attached to it. Uh, this movie wrapped, I want to say it was a year and a half or two years ago. It Has was ready to... It was ready to release. Uh, it was ready to release in 2019 or like early to mid 2019. And this is before the whole buyout thing. They were just doing a shuffle of when, when do we come out with this movie? And they've shelved it specifically to, because uh, Marvel's like, well, I don't know what we're doing with this property. It's done. But what are we actually going to do with New Mutants? Are we? It was supposed to be a trilogy. Are we going to do a trilogy or is it just going to die? The original release date. Yeah was April 13th, 2018. 2018. Okay, I thought it was 2019. Okay. So this thing has this so almost two and a half years uh before we actually get to see this thing. Um I mean yeah that's they should have just put this thing on demand. Like as soon as COVID happened, they should have just said, all right, we'll just we'll just throw this thing on on demand. Who cares? So here's the here's the specs. Mm-hmm. The New Mutants is scheduled to be released uh, in, in the United States, August 28, 2020. It was originally said to be released April 13th of 2018 before being delayed to February 22nd, 2019 to avoid Deadpool 2. Mm-hmm. Then to August 2nd, 2019 to avoid Dark Phoenix. I almost think they should have released it against Dark Phoenix. <laughs> yeah, it should have been better. Excuse my language. Uh, cursing warning. Dark mm-hmm. Phoenix was a fucking train wreck. Um, yeah, so we didn't see it in the t- in in the theaters. Uh, I didn't either. I, and I because I I heard all about it. Uh, we we pl- I I played it here at home, and Whitney made me turn it off. Like I want to say twenty minutes in, she was so upset. At like just twenty minutes into into it, how bad it was. I finished it. It's really bad. Um, I love your wife to death. I can almost see her going, Patrick, turn this shit off. Yeah, she she did. Yeah, she was. She couldn't. That's one of her favorite uh, Marvel characters. One of her, definitely one of her favorite. Why X-Men, has she if not her favorite. done? Why has she never done Phoenix? That I know she has. She has. Because I know she's done Captain Marvel. She hasn't done she hasn't uh, done her in a while, but yeah, she's done uh, she's done uh, Phoenix and Dark Phoenix, um, and she'll probably bring those back out, uh, you know, when COVID uh, finishes up. Um, but yeah, she she used to cosplay as Jean, and yeah, she kind of rage quitted that movie. Um, so back I on the other throwing shit in your house, going. <laughs> these people it was it was it was relatively calm i figured i was kind of prepared for it i knew it was going to be bad i mean it makes uh it makes age of apocalypse look look really good in, in I, you know i didn't there were issues i had with age of apocalypse yeah but all in all i didn't think it was bad i, I thought it was the, i thought it was just a little bit better than x3 and that's saying something because that yeah. I'm, I'm not saying it's terrible, but it's not it's pretty bad. What's not going to be bad is our next the next one in our line of, of uh, TV of Disney plus Marvel is Loki, which is God, supposed to come out in the spring. That's going to be great. Oh. And we, don't, we still don't know a lot about this one. I'm assuming that we're going to get Loki, the Loki who took the Tesseract in Endgame. I'm assuming that's the same one we're going to get, which to me doesn't have his humanity as much as he did in uh ragnarok mm-hmm. um but that's an interesting thing because you remember the ancient one in endgame mm-hmm. specifically said 
Yeah. You take one out, it creates a new whole new timeline. Yeah. And that's basically what he did. Mm -hmm. So it'll be interesting. And he's one of my favorite characters, especially when Tom Hiddleston Hiddleston plays him. Um, you got to have a Thor cameo in there at some point. You have to, even if it's just a quick cameo. Yeah. Um, but it'll be interesting to see him by himself carrying a show. Yeah. And so far, Disney with their Disney Plus, they haven't disappointed with their shows. The Mandalorian mm-hmm. was phenomenal. Yeah. Um. Mm. Sorry, taking a sip of my beer. No, but okay. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. So we have Falcon and the Winter Soldier. We have WandaVision. We have Loki. Mm-hmm. And then there's... Then Hulk. we have... Well, then we have an animated What If. I can't wait for that. That Yeah, I was going to say, like, there's a couple animated ones in here I got to bring up. And that's one of them. Uh, that's going to be interesting because we're going to get to see, uh, you know, sci- whatever you want to call it, like parallel universes where, you know, things are just a little bit different. Uh, Peggy Carter with the super soldier serum, that kind Black of situation. Black Panther Star-Lord. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know how how that even adds up. But but yeah, I'm I'm hey, I'm digging it. You heard who the narrator is, right? No, who's the narrator on that? Mm. It's Jeffrey Wright as the uh, as the Watcher. Oh, that's cool. So he's narrating the whole thing. Hmm. Um, Commissioner Gordon, I mean Jeffrey Wright. Um, not that I'm blending universes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't realize that he was going to be the. He was going to be the Watcher. That's gonna mm-hmm. be cool. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Very um, cool. I'm a big fan of his since uh uh since if you know if you if you guys don't know who, who he is, uh if you've seen um oh, what's wrong with me, the HBO uh Westworld. Um yeah, you you know him from Westworld, if anything. Playing Bernard. <sighs> Sorry, yeah. I just had a yawn, which is not at all professional on a podcast, but yeah, man, get with it. Uh anyway, back to so now we get into Hawkeye. Which, which now has a new writer. Interesting. Um, I, I still think that long-term Disney had to know that they were planning on doing this uh, because end game Hawkeye should have died. Hawkeye should have died and he didn't. Um, Renner said he read Renner said he wanted out. He said he wanted out the last like three movies and he basically it was was begging to be killed off in movies, and then they didn't kill him off in Endgame. Um, his character arc is kind of done. You saw him hit his lowest of low. Um, I don't know where we go from here. I mean, personally, I think that both of them could have died. Uh, but from an actor's standpoint, I'm surprised he's continuing. So superhero hype, which mm-hmm. is a site I used to look at quite frequently back in the day, recently posted Marvel Studios hires directors for Hawkman. I'm sorry, directors, not writers. Uh, directors mm-hmm. for Hawkeye series on Disney Plus. Uh-huh. Let's see. I never actually read this. I just posted it on our Facebook. Um, according to the report, Amber Finlayson, fin- Finlayson, and Kate Katie Elwood will co-direct one block of episodes for the upcoming show. The biggest credit to their name is Troop Zero, a dramedy that premiered on Amazon Plus earlier this year. They've also directed episodes of Showtime's Kidding and Hulu's The Great. Okay. Um, Marvel also drafted Reese Thomas 
to helm another block of episodes like Bert and Bertie. Uh, like Bert and Bertie. What? Yeah, Bert and Ernie. <laughs> I yeah I I am I'm not familiar, but at the same time, uh, you know we've seen what Marvel what Marvel does when they pick uh, pick a, a director. So he's directed episodes of Saturday Night Live and Documentary Now. Um, Documentary which, Now is hilarious. Which have both of which have netted him a few Emmy nominations. Most recently, Thomas directed uh, John Mulaney and the Sack Lunch Bunch, which arrived okay. on Netflix last December. Mm-hmm. Um, although Marvel is making progress on Hawkeye behind the scenes, the casting has moved slowly. It's been almost a year since Haley Steinfeld was reportedly in talks to play Kent, uh, Clint Barton's protege, Kate Bishop. However, the studio has yet to make her involvement official. <sighs> when is Comic-Con at home again? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know. They keep delaying them. So, I mean, I'm looking 2021 in my opinion. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm looking well, no, forward Comic-Con to Hawkeye. At home, not Comic-Con. Oh, Comic-Con. Oh, sorry. I thought, oh, I don't know. Um, isn't it supposed to be, I thought it was normally in June. Let's take a look. Comic-Con at home is. Because I know DC fandom is uh so july 22nd two days from now one day from now depending on how you're how you're listening to this yeah so this wednesday uh we got some stuff but i don't know it's so disjointed i mean they have panels and events that you can watch from home but i haven't seen a lot of uh publicity or a lot of coverage on that but uh yeah we'll we'll definitely talk about it next week no, and um, so we got we got more TV shows, by the way, that have been announced that go further into the uh, you know into sorry, I guess twenty twenty two at this point, maybe. Wait, Marvel DC Plus shows? Uh yes, Moon Knight. Oh, oh, sorry, that's not sorry, that's not Disney Plus. Sorry, Moon Knight's not Disney Plus. Um, no, it's it's. I think it's going to be a web series. If it's oh nope, never mind. It is in uh, DC. It is on that. So you have Moon Knight, uh, Modok is going to be animated, uh, but I think that's going to be on DC. DC. play Modok. Uh, no, as much as I'd like that, I think um, uh, what's what's his face? Uh, God, I'm I'm just I'm just off off my game today. Um. Oh, what's the guy's name from uh, mm. Parks and Rec? And uh, Ron Swanson? No. Yeah. Give me a second. I'm gonna have to edit this. I'm just I'm just terrible right now. Um. Yeah. So Patton Oswalt should play Modoc. I could see that. that. That would be amazing. He wasn't on Parks and Rec, was he? He was, he, he's been, he's in like three episodes and some okay. of the best episodes, including, including his say, rant. I'm sorry. Um, you say parks and rec. Yeah. I'm thinking Chris Pratt. I'm thinking yeah. he's in Zari. Yeah. I'm yeah. Yeah. Amy. I'm boring as shit polar. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thinking of, um, Nick, uh, Offerman. Nick Offerman. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh Aubrey Plaza. 
Yeah, but he's he's in he's in quite a few episodes, and he has the best rant ever in his filibuster, where he talks about Thanos, talks about Star Wars, like all colliding. You got a you got a C three PO. What is it? A cyborg uh, Chewbacca. I mean, that's one of the best rants ever. One of the best rants ever. So we got a Modoc TV uh, TV series, Moon Knight, uh, Miss Marvel, which I'm pretty sure is going to be animated, and hey. then the one. Yeah, Miss Marvel is going to be animated, and then the one that I'm uh, most excited about is She-Hulk. They still haven't cast her yet. They still have not cast She-Hulk. Because um, there's one Sorry, I'm yawning again for some reason. <sighs> Sorry, dear God. Um, there is a rumor. Mm-hmm. So the Spider-Man Three, the Far From Home sequel. Mm-hmm. Um is rumored to have Peter Parker on the run. Um, and there's two names that have been brought up as his lawyer. Mm-hmm. She-Hulk and Daredevil. Yep, because he is he has worked with both of them. <laughs> now, the Marvel, until November, does not have the rights to Daredevil. Yes. However... The movie doesn't go into production until December, I think. Correct. Which I thought I thought it was set to uh, uh, to release next year. That's going to be a quick turnaround, but everything's been pushed back. Uh, that's true. That's true. Um, but that'll be interesting to see who they make as his as his lawyer. I'd love to see Charlie Cox return as Daredevil um, yeah. in the MCU, as I'd love to see John Bernthal return into the mcu as he wants to do as well he's talked about that as well so he's up for it it's just a question of what what do you keep what do you throw out um yeah it's it's an interesting world Mm -hmm. now that we're kind of done with the disney plus shows Mm -hmm. i'm gonna go into what could potentially be kevin feige's first major and you know what I'm, I've already cursed on this show, so I'm going to go curse one more time. Yeah. His first major fuck-up of mm-hmm. the MCU. Mm-hmm. Earlier, or late last week, a rumor came out that Kevin Feige wanted to make Daredevil PG-13. Yeah. Kevin, I don't know if you're listening to this show. There's two movies, if they're ever made in the MCU. Three, technically, with Blade. Um, that cannot be PG 13. Yeah. The first one being Daredevil or uh, Deadpool. Deadpool can't do it. The second one being The Punisher. The third one being Blade. Those three movies cannot be PG 13. They can't. You can't fucking do it. Um, you can't. Yeah. Those, it, no it, it's going to ruin it. It'll ruin everything. Uh, it's like snipping it, off one of Ryan Reynolds' nuts. Yeah, and so I even watched. I watched the um, the Once Upon a Deadpool PG thirteen cut of Deadpool two, and I'm like, okay, I get what they were doing. There's some funny bits here, but all of the good stuff is removed from that movie in that version, and it's it. I still haven't it ruined. Seen it. You haven't seen it. I still haven't seen it. Yeah. I mean, it's not it's not great. Um, all the good stuff is taken out. The only good thing is that you got the Fred Savage bits in there, uh, but that I mean, it doesn't add. It's not funnier. Uh, 
I get that they were trying to have something that, you know, some, uh, you know, tweens, I guess, tweens and teens could watch uh, that the parents felt like, okay, well, you're a lot, you know, you can watch this like my nephew's seen it. Uh, But at the same time, it's like, but, but it's a really bad product. And mm-hmm. what matters is the product. You can't you do that with dead with uh, Deadpool. If that had come out as the Deadpool movie, as oh, Deadpool two, right. it would have been terrible. It would have been complete crap. Uh, and Ryan Reynolds probably would have walked at that. Oh point. God, yes, yeah, yeah. Probably. Uh, so, there's no problem. Yeah, he would have walked. walked. Yeah. I keep cursing. Whatever. Yeah, I get what he's trying to do. I totally get what he's trying to do. But yeah, that would that would completely ruin. That would completely ruin it for everyone. Dude, you'd be snipping one of Ryan Reynolds' nuts off, basically. Basically, yeah. Um, I'm like, I, I, I'm in agreement with you. There's certain characters that can't that can't be done that way. Moon Knight, and for some, hmm? Moon Knight Moon, could not be. A I was going to say Moon Knight's the other one. Uh, and for some reason, I was I was thinking about uh, about the Punisher movies, and for and when they were doing, I want to say it was it was uh, it was Punisher or Punisher Warzone. Didn't they have one of those that they that they were doing that they did PG thirteen? I'm gonna That's have to double check that now. Yeah, because uh, the the first uh, first Punisher movie, the P- Dolph Lundgren movie, was rated R, right? I believe so. I mean, come on. I'm looking now, seeing what the rating was. Yeah. Show me, um, show me the rating. Punisher was okay. Warzone, Warzone was good. Uh, I, I don't rated I, R. personally. I, Thomas Jane yeah. was rated R. I was rated R. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So I, I, I thought that was rated R. Warzone, Warzone had to be rated R. I have a feeling maybe it was, it was probably the pre-production stuff where they were, they were talking about like, oh, we should do this as a, a PG thirteen. Um, I, or was or was um, was that one done as PG thirteen? Because it's terrible. Um, no, that's right. That that was in post production. It was released as R. They the studio was going to cut it down to a PG thirteen after they finished filming it. They were going to cut it down to a PG thirteen. Um, and you don't do that. If you want to do that, then then you lose all your money. You lose all your your viewership and. Yeah, you might as well just quit at that point. I can't even find a rating on this on IMDb. Hmm. For the Dolph Lundgren one. Really? I mean, that wasn't uh, straight to video, was it? Yeah. That was? I believe it was. That's that's a forgotten gem, which uh, I've got some others that I, I kind of want to do a, a separate... Um, separate uh videos on uh, on youtube about which are the pre-mcu marvel movies like the 1979 captain america movie and oh, the 1990 God. captain america movie um and and I've they're, they're that with um the ni- 1990 oh god who was the actor um and uh in the 1990 version it was uh what's his face yeah i've actually seen that um yeah. Matt Salinger. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, that's that's the best of the pre MCU uh, movies. Um, but anyways, we'll go off on another tangent there. Um, what, what else was he in? I'm sorry. I'm looking up what else he was Matt in. Salinger. Yeah. Um, His last acting. Oh, he's actually got some some movies coming up. Yeah. The Ice really? Road. I'm trying to see if there's anything actually. He was on House. Yeah. Law and Order Criminal Revenge of the Nerds. Everybody's been on Law and Order Criminal Intent. Like, that's not a thing anymore. That's true. I'm pretty sure I should be on that show. 
<laughs> yeah, the um, yeah, that's just uh, yeah. So he's been I think, in a I think lot of saying. shit. Thirty-five mm-hmm. credits to his name. That's not a lot. Come on. For an actor someone... who's in a nineteen nineties superhero movie that probably got had a uh, made what a million dollars, if that. If that, I, I'm gonna I'll have to look up what it what it made. Uh, it made so no, no. Okay, uh, it says this can't be right. It said it made ten thousand dollars in the box office. That can't be right. That's about right. Yeah, that can't be right. Ten million dollar, ten million dollar budget, ten thousand dollars in the box office. That can't be right. Um, all right. Yeah. Anyways, uh, speaking of, of of failures, the last bit we want to talk about here, which we we talked a little bit about early on in the episode, is the amount of Superman movies that failed to uh, take flight. <laughs> See what you did huh? there. Yeah. So uh, the the first the first of which uh, was actually, uh, and this list has gone around uh, quite a bit, and I'm going to lump some of these together because I feel like they're really the same project. Um, Superman five, Christopher Reeve was going to return to do another Superman movie. Okay. And obviously didn't happen for a lot of reasons. And then he ended up, uh, uh, being paralyzed, but, uh, but yeah, um, I don't think at, at that age, he wouldn't have been too old, but I feel like it wouldn't have, it would definitely wouldn't have gelled with the Batman, uh, 1989 Batman universe and everything. I feel like it would have been a flop. Oh, it would have been a complete flop, uh, which is what brings us to Superman Reborn that turned into Superman Lives, um, which is John Peters. I talked about him on the on last week's show. It's one of the reasons why I wanted to bring this up this this week. John Peters was the uh, was the former hairdresser of Barbara Streisand, who then went on to be a movie producer because she was like, "Hey, you're you're really smart. You really know your stuff. So let's have you start producing things." Um, most famous for doing uh what is it he did a star the original star is born um but he also uh probably most famous in my opinion um for uh wild wild west and his train wreck of that he is listed as a producer in a bunch of really good movies uh sorry new new star is born uh he was listed as a producer in man of steel and ali and i feel like he didn't have any input on those movies I feel like he was just on there because he had the rights uh, and what have you. Um, Yeah. So he was, he had, he got the rights, stole the rights, basically bought the rights when DC, DC and Warner didn't realize they didn't have the rights to Superman. He bought it up and was trying to get it uh, to get the project moving. Uh, The first version of it didn't do great. The second version is the most famous, which would have had Nicolas Cage as Superman and Christopher Walken as Brainiac and was directed by, was going to be directed by Tim Burton. Hey, I'm Christopher Walken. I'm Brainiac. I think he would have been great. I mean, come on. I mean, come on. He's not human. We know he's not human. Who, Brainiac or Christopher Walken? <laughs> Both. Uh, fair enough. <laughs> Both. Um, but my, so that, that, by the way, if you, if you haven't seen it already, there's a, there's a, a great documentary called the, uh, the death of Superman lives. Uh, where they talk about that, but they don't talk about Batman versus Superman 2002. Ooh, ooh, I know this one. Wolfgang Peterson, director yep. of Boot. 
Yep, exactly. You can actually see the poster for that movie in I Am Legend starring Will uh, Smith. That's right. That's right. And how how weird, of a, again, a weird pairing. You get the director of Das Boot to do uh, an outbreak and outbreak uh, to do that. Um, I don't think it would have been bad, but I think all these things were kind of waiting for the Nolan verse. Who was attached to star in that, though? Ooh, um, I don't know if they ever cast. I'll have to double check. Because I know that this was this one was in like pre-production. They've they've been basically working through Batman versus Superman over like for I want to say twenty five years by the time it actually uh, it actually got on there. So let's see. Uh, they were trying to cast. Oh no way. Uh, Batman and Superman roles of different names that were shown off were uh, Johnny Depp, Colin Farrell, James Franco, Jude Law. Jude Law would do a good Superman. I could see that. He could do a good Bruce Wayne too. Yeah, uh, he's just really good. Uh, Paul Walker was uh, was Bale met for Superman in that movie. What? Okay, so a parallel universe where Christian Bale plays Superman that would have been kind of interesting. <laughs> um. Yeah, and in the, 2003, before Brian Singer's Superman Returns and Christopher Nolan's Batman Begins, director Wolfgang Peterson was set to direct Batman vs. Superman, a big-budget outing that set two of DC Comics' biggest superheroes against each other. Now, for the first time, MTV News can reveal blah, 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 that the shortlist for Krypton's favorite son was none other than Christian Bale. Um, Peterson, director of such blockbuster fare as Air Force One, Outbreak, the Perfect Storm, and The Never-Ending Story. Never-Ending Story. Sorry. Uh, we're not doing karaoke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's an art song to fucking sing. Uh, told us that Bale was among the two actors he met with for the role of Superman, with Josh Hartnett being the second candidate. And according to the Helmer, the film nearly happened. It was pretty close, and then the studio got a single Superman script, I think from J.J. Abrams at the time, and Warner Brothers' Alan Horn was so torn because it was such a fascinating concept to do a Batman v. Superman film, and I think it would have been – would be to do that, but the studio decided to try separate versions of Batman and Superman and then maybe think about down the road, bring them together. Well, they did a a half-ass job of that, didn't they? Yeah, let's introduce uh, one character and then that nah, is screw it. We'll just go all in. The Abram project wound up being attached to director Brett Ratner, and the mm-hmm. project moved far enough along to audition actors. Brendan Fraser told MTV News that he was among those who suited up in the iconic costume for a screen test. Hmm. Hmm. I I I miss Brendan Fraser. I'm I'm glad he's back, but uh, yeah, I miss I'm, that guy was awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, he's in Doom Patrol. I know. You know, I know. Well, he, well now he now he doesn't have to pay alimony anymore. So pay mm. his million dollars a year alimony that he had to pay. Dude, that guy got so screwed in Hollywood. Yep. Yep. Destroy his career tanked right after he got divorced. So she got the she got what he what he theoretically could have been bringing in at the peak of his career she was getting alimony based on that um yeah it's just terrible um anyways uh you you brought up the uh jj abrams superman though because that was that project uh was superman flyby 
which again uh, was going to go into like Lex Luthor being like a essentially a UFO conspiracy kind of uh, obsessed with like the uh, you know the the UFO propaganda or, or phenomenon, and then you, you know then that which ties perfectly into uh, into um, you know Cal El being from uh, from another planet. Uh, that one just kept morphing and morphing and morphing, and then eventually Brian Singer came in, and that became Superman Returns. And that wasn't bad. My only complaint of the entire movie is Superman never threw a punch. He, who did he fight? He throw he like threw one person, and he, then he he picked up a he picked up an island. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Never threw a punch. His kid threw more punches. Yep. yep. Than he did. Speaking of that, the nineteen seventy nine Captain America, starring Reb Brown. If you don't know who Reb Brown is, uh, amazing B actor movie uh, guy. Um, Captain America throws no punches in that. He shoves a guy once. That's all he does. Yeah. Oh, it's bad. It's terrible. They did a well, sequel, but it's terrible. Singer never. I know everybody in the early late nineties, early two thousands was super fascinated with Brian Singer as a director. Mm-hmm. Never saw it. I don't think he's bad. I mean, I, he's, he's a piece of what, shit. Well, that too. Um, but, uh, I will say that, um, what's his name? Zack Snyder. Some people like, or I, I used to get Zack Snyder and Brian Singer confused and cause Snyder's considerably better. Um, but yeah, I, I used to get them confused because they both kind of rose to prominence or became like a buzzword like around the same time. And one of them definitely eclipsed the other. Uh, anyways, the last the last one we could talk about on here, other than I guess the Man of Seal sequel that we may never see, uh, is there was going to be a sequel to that Superman movie, Superman Returns uh, sequel uh, that never, never happened because really? of, yep. Yep. They were going to do a sequel. Uh, didn't, they were going to, it was more than likely going to have Brainiac in that and bring, uh, Brandon Routh back. Uh, uh I like him as Superman. I really liked him as Superman. Great um, Superman. Great Superman. I know he was kind of emulating, uh, Christopher Reeve in some cases, but, um, great. I thought he was a great Superman. He he was, and he, I think he played a phenomenal Clark Kent. He was an okay Superman, <laughs> phenomenal Clark Kent. Yeah, yeah, because the characters need to be, they need to be completely different. Uh, when you see, when, and that's what irritates me about about the, uh, about the Henry Cavill's um, Clark is, okay, he's got glasses, but he's he's still a hunk. I mean, there's a reason, I mean, if he walks into a room, you're like, oh, that guy's jacked. Like immediately, mm-hmm. immediately, he, it's like, it doesn't make any sense where Christopher Reeve walks in and... And his posture, which they talk about in the comics, that like his posture, his his mannerisms, the way that he talks, everything is different. He is playing a character of 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 Clark Kent, and we didn't get that with uh, with Man of Steel. When he walks in as Clark Kent at the Daily Planet, it, it's he he looks almost the same as Superman to me. Beefcake, beefcake. Basically, I mean, seriously, I'm yeah, uh, I think that they need to work on that and maybe they will uh i'm i mean it sounds like henry cavill is going to come back i know they're still discussing that uh but i hope that they they dive into that a little bit more and i hope we hope we get um brainiac or i don't know something weird like mixelplex would be cool uh Mm. for the sequel uh superman movie whenever we get it i think we should get superman versus iron man Bring Robert uh, Jr. back. Just to bring Robert Downey Jr. back in. Um, let's, Or we can bring Lobo. Let's just bring Lobo in. 
get Danny Ooh. Trejo to do it before before it gets uh, before it becomes too late. Let's get Danny Trejo to play Lobo. Hmm. I could see it. Or yeah. I mean, had he not been cast as Aquaman, Jason Momoa? Oh, of course, of course. Now he's Aquaman. We can't do it. No. Um, and, unless unless uh, Flashpoint removes him as Aquaman, which I don't think they should do. But if they did that, you can bring him in as Lobo. I don't think. I mean, I I think that you could bring him in, kind of in the Thanos style CG, uh, and make him different enough. But I feel like Momoa is still going to be playing Jason Momoa as Lobo, so it's not gonna it's not gonna work. Um, because as soon as he starts talking, you're going to think, oh, that's Aquaman or that's Jason Momoa. It needs to be, it needs to be a very different character, very different performance. And Jason Momoa is great, but he plays Jason Momoa. That's, that's his thing. And he's good at it. Even as Cal Drago, uh, Drago, he was Drago. He's himself. Yeah. He's himself. And you know what? He gets paid, he gets paid to be, to be, uh, Jason Momoa. And when you, when you pay him, when you, uh, hire him to do a movie, he gives you what you want. So I can't really complain with it. They put him in. He did exactly what I thought they were going to do with Aquaman. Uh, and they thankfully tailored the movie around that, uh, that performance. And it worked, it worked really well. It did. And you know, the worst thing is, uh, Amber Heard is more likely out of Aquaman too. Yeah. Bring in, uh, I'd cast Isla Fisher if, if she wants to do it, cause she doesn't have to work ever. Um, why is that? I'd, uh, she already has tons of money. She's married to Sasha Baron Cohen and she's an author. So she just does whatever she wants now. Like if she does a movie, it's because she wanted to do the movie. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, All I mean, right. When you get to that point, I mean, why not? I'd bring mm-hmm. her in though. I think she'd be a great Mara, but there's a lot of great, there's a lot of great actresses you could bring in. Uh, Blake Lively. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, bring, bring her in and then have Deadpool make jokes about it. Let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> so time for shameless self-promotion. Uh, if you're a sports fan, you like sports, head on over to the scrum sports.com. Uh, we cover all the Tampa Bay sports. Patrick. Shameless That's right. That's right. And check me out at the land cave. If you're already subscribed to this podcast, you're already getting our RSS feed. But we also have a Facebook page and a YouTube page. Uh, we do video game news, video game reviews. So if you like gaming, go check out that podcast, subscribe to us on YouTube and yeah, you'll have fun. Well, that does it for us this week. Thank you for listening to episode four. Uh, this is a labor of love. We love doing it. We love bitching and complaining about uh, superhero movies. Uh, and we'll be back next week. Hopefully, I'll still be coherent. Uh, this coming weekend is my bachelor party. Um, Patrick, you may end up doing this show, uh, show solo Monday. If we I'm might. Still. We might, depending on, depending on people's uh, hydration and headaches. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> I'm hoping to still be alive after yeah. this weekend. We'll keep you alive. Don't worry. I'll try to. Yeah, because if, if I die, your wife and my fiance are going to get together and like, tag, like get a, you know, yell at you. So you don't want that. That's true. Uh, <laughs> but guys, thank you for listening. We appreciate it. Bye. Bye.